Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Catch Up After College podcast once again today. Today's a little different. We're going to keep it casual. Got a good friend of mine, not only a good old roommate, but a good old friend. Got to see him a couple weeks ago in Wisconsin doing his thing. It's Luke Pallas here with us today. What's happening? So what's up, Isaiah? How's it going? <laughs> it's going. It's going. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, for sure. Anything eventful happened today? Eventful? I got stung by a bee. I was oh I, I do tree work on the um for I work for Davy Tree and we do tree work for like all these really rich clients that are on the coast of Lake Michigan mm-hmm. and uh, right on the bluff and there's a whole bunch of ground bees and I got stung right in the middle of my nose here. Dang. And we, all, we all ran out of there. <laughs> so <laughs> that was pretty eventful. But wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You got to learn to outrun those bees, work on that cardio. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah, it was a little exciting. Got that adrenaline running, so. Awesome, cool. I remember back in seventh grade, uh, some friends of mine, they busted a beehive open and they all got stung, but I was fast enough, so I ran them out, so. (laughs) That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could say that I uh, outran the bees, but I didn't. Oh, but I'm cool. glad it was me because my foreman that I was working with, he's allergic to bees. And if he got stung, it would be it would have been really bad. He yeah. swells up like a lot. So we I'm so glad I was the one that got it. So <laughs> dang. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's a considerate way of looking at it. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. So. All right. So did you happen to watch your brother's episode for the audience? This is Luke Palace, the brother of Josh Palace from episode one of season two have yeah. you checked it out i did i did i'm okay. in his room right now i'm using his his computer because he has a he has a way better setup than mine my my computer's a 2010 <laughs> it's, it's like an old macbook so mm. um, i'm glad i'm here this is a good setup <laughs> never felt the need to upgrade or um yeah i guess i don't know i never yeah i'm not on my laptop that much so i don't really need it and I was I used the heck out of it in, in college, so that, it was nice for college. But yeah, I didn't really until today. I was <laughs> it would have been nice to have a nice laptop. So, but yeah, nice. so I use my phone for everything. So, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, cool. Nice cool. iPhone XS. I you rocking Android or? Oh no, eight plus iPhone eight plus. Hey, that's right. Yeah, keeping it. Are you, are you gonna get the new one when it comes out? Um, maybe. Uh, I don't do that anymore. Basically, uh, I'm gonna wait till I run out of space and then upgrade, and that yeah. that means a couple years from now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know Josh. He's like wanting to get the new one. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm cool with just the tennis. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't all be rich like Josh. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got that right. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> He'll find out we're talking about him when this comes out. It's all I'm good. sure he's listening yeah. in right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, I just get cool. All right. So I brought up Josh's episode because he talked about uh, a hypothetical question of why a person should move to Wisconsin. But since you're the younger brother, you're the underdog, are there any... <laughs> underdog type of activities to do in wisconsin that don't get enough attention that you can think of underdog activities um i don't remember what josh said about that 
question. Did you ask that question for Josh too? Yeah. Nope. This is all you. Okay. So um, we got Milwaukee. You got, there's a lot of things on the, right on the lake, right off the lake. There's like the art museum you can do. There's a lot of parks that you can go to. Um, It's pretty, pretty sweet state. Um, And you got all seasons, all four seasons. So, I mean, every season looks a little different. You can enjoy the beautiful autumn or fall, you know, you can, enjoy summer you can go swim in the lake you can go swimming and uh, there's a lot of lakes around here Oconomowoc these like really clear water fresh freshwater lakes that you can go to um and Wisconsin Dells I am a big fan <laughs> it's like a couple hours north of Milwaukee and it's just like a whole city full of theme parks and water parks and um I just grew up going there um like once a year at least um is this water park called Noah's Ark. It's one of the biggest water parks in the U.S. So it's, it's awesome. Once you go there, you can't go to any other water park. <laughs> so uh, cool. Are you sure, into dude. amusement parks and all that? The thrill um, person? Yeah, I was, well, when I was really young, I used to be afraid of anything. Um, I, I wouldn't go. <laughs> I was like, I was a scared. I was a, afraid of just going down like the simplest of slides and there's this one ride or slide at the water park uh, at Noah's Ark and it's called the point of no return it's just this really steep uh, slide and I remember I was in high school and and I I always chickened out every single time but this time I went with some friends and there was a girl that I like and she went up ahead of me (laughs) and she went down like it was no problem and I was like, no, I gotta do it, <laughs> you know. Oh man, so I uh, I did it, and it wasn't even bad. I don't know why I freaked out, but now it's like I'm not nervous about it at all, like hmm. heights and all that good stuff. I'm. I feel like if I were to ever go skydiving, I would be uh, pretty nervous, but I would do it. I think I say yeah. that now, but when I like my brothers and we all went, I'd be freaking out, but I'd still do it. I think so. Yeah. For okay. sure. And that yeah. kind of leads into your job because you're up in trees high up in the air. So, yep. Yep. You know. Yeah. I, uh, I love my job. It's pretty awesome. And Jake's, the, Jake's my second oldest brother. Um, Josh is the oldest and Jake and then me and then my younger brother, Dave and Jake, he's the one that got into tree work before me. And he kind of like introduced it to me. Like I just saw him climbing couple times and i'm like dude that's the sweetest job and then i tried it and i was so afraid <laughs> like, i remember i was i started in california i was out there for a year um and that's where i started working at davy and i was just climbing and, and they have really huge trees like you know the redwoods i was just climbing maybe like 100 feet up there and i I was, it took me like an extra two hours just to do the tree <laughs> as opposed to someone that's been doing it for a while. I was just, I came down and I literally went poop. <laughs> I went to the bathroom <laughs> and pooped. <laughs> wow. I was like so freaking nervous, but I, after doing it a while, it just kind of starved the fear out of me and, and I just kind of get used to it. And it doesn't mean I don't get nervous every once in a while. I mean, some trees can be intimidating, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun job. There's always a new sight to see and just anything could happen and obviously being safe and whatnot, but yeah. 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 Nice. You like heights, Isaiah? I hate heights, but yeah, <laughs> it's not about me. No, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's not really my thing. I don't need to go, you know, thrill seeking or nothing. Roller right. coasters. I was yeah. freaking out on the airplane ride to Wisconsin. So. <laughs> <There you laughs> <laughs> Only go. when they don't know what they're doing, you know, like yeah. it's, it feels really bumpy and all that. So yeah, yeah that's all I need. <laughs> Enough adrenaline rush there. Yeah, just sure. stay on the ground. But <laughs> yeah, uh, what did you want to be when you were little? What job were you looking to do? Career-wise, um, growing up, I really, I didn't, like, I wanted to, like, it first started off, like, Josh, my oldest brother, yeah, he went into the Marines, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do the Marines, you know, and then, you know, I had this, like, excitement, maybe for a year and a half, two years, I was, like, kind of prepping for maybe going into the Marines, and then I just, nah, I didn't do it, I didn't want to continue, and then I didn't, like, right when I finished high school, I'm like, I remember I just like, I was like asking God, I was like, God, I don't know what I want to do. It would be awesome if I came, became a pastor, but I don't feel like I'm ready to equip anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I didn't really have anything going on in my life, but I love God and I, I love people and I just want the best for people. I want to bring hope for people. And um, yeah, when I um, finished high school, Josh told me he was going, he was like, Hey, you want to go to Australia at Hillsong College? And, and you know, same thing for you. I think he asked you, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, just come out here. I'm going out there. I thought it was amazing. And so I just graduated. And he's like, yeah, save up. We're going in six months. <laughs> so December, I left right out of high school and forever changed. But uh, I know your question was what career I wanted to be. I mean, I still feel called to uh, like full-time ministry. I feel like I really want to do that, but I'm not like seeking it, if that makes sense. Like I just want it wherever I am. I just, it's more like I want to be someone instead of just like a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want to just be a hope filled everywhere I go. And then someday I can equip and teach people how to be, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, we say full-time ministry. What does that look like um, in your opinion? Full-time ministry. I'd say, well, full-time, I think as once I became a believer, I think everybody's in full-time ministry. They, they're called to it, but, um, and what that is not, it's not like manipulating or twisting an arm to get people saved. It's literally just bringing the kingdom of God. Um, and then, I mean, if you can find a way to get paid for it, that's awesome. <laughs> Some people suck at it. I sucked at it. I'm still like learning how to do the ropes, you know? Um, what do you mean and, bring the kingdom of God for those listening? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I grew up in a church where it's like, like a lot of people just want to get people saved and like, you know, join our club, become a Christian. But I think bringing the kingdom of God is completely, I wouldn't say it's completely different. It's different. It's, and we want, we want people to know what we experience as Jesus Christ. Like he's our savior, our Lord, and he changed everything in our life, you know? And I, I think bringing the kingdom is like, for example, like, okay, this is an example. My dad, he was sick and he had MS. And I don't know if people that are watching know my story, but like my dad, he died of MS and we were praying for a miracle. And I mean, just, I'm just thinking like that's in a circumstance that a lot of people are in, obviously in different ways. It might not be sickness. It could be like addictions or drugs or whatever that, you know what I mean? So I just want like full-time ministry or bringing the kingdom. It's like literally just bringing the hope of God. <laughs> you read in the Bible, these are all these amazing stories 
and what God can bring to the table. Like, it's just incredible. Like Jesus, everywhere he went, he blew people out of the water. They were in awe of his teaching, but he also, not just his words, but his actions, like deeds and miraculous, all the miracles that he did. And, and um, yeah, it was, and he even said that we're called to do greater things than what he was doing. So Jesus, like, obviously there's nothing special about me. He makes me special. And it literally like, it's not like me getting a, like a full head or an arrogance. It's like, I, I know I'm nothing without him, but he makes me something, you know? And um, the kingdom of God, like, like Jesus gave us the authority that he carried, like the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. He lives in us. I can go on and on about this. Sorry. I'm just like, this is my, this is like my, one of my favorite passions. Um, but yeah, the kingdom of God, it's like, it's supposed to bring hope. Like my dad, he was sick and people were getting healed of MS people getting out of wheelchairs, blind eyes opening. It's not just about the miracles. It's about like hearing God, like in a tangible way and heartfelt way where I can like communicate to someone. I'm just learning how to do it. Like I know you've, I mean, remember that time when we were in Australia, I, Isaiah, like when, um, you, we were writing down, like we we're doing like their treasure hunts. Um, and it sounds kind of weird if people don't know what they are, but yeah, if you don't mind explaining it. Yeah. So like a treasure hunt is, um, uh, a man named Kevin Dedman, and he's he's out in Redding, California, uh, part of Bethel Church. He came up with this concept out of the book of Acts in chapter 9, where um, I, I'm trying to blank on the name. Um, there's this Christian, uh, was a follower, that Paul, who was formerly known as Saul, got saved through this one man. I think his name was Ananias. I could be wrong on his name. Um, and God gave a specific like treasure hunt or like this little list of things not actual paper list but like he's on this specific street and he's on here and he's blind and you're going to set him free and you're going to give him these specific words so it's like god gave him this instruction and ananias or whoever the guy's name is followed the instruction and went and delivered the word of the lord or whatever that was and then you know saul received his sight he was blind he was he healed and then now we get paul who was a redeemed is now a redeemed Christian, you know? And uh, so treasure hunts, we were, we were doing that. Um, and you have like a really cool story. I, I feel like I'd chop up the, the story, but you want to, do you want to share the story again? I, that's, that's a perfect example of the kingdom of God. I feel when you were hearing God about the guy, I think his name is Tom. Probably. Yeah. So yeah. from what I remember is me, you and a couple guys from your small group at church, we went out to do a treasure hunt, as you were saying. Yeah. And what that is, is we basically just try to listen for God's voice. We pray for, pray to ask him, who do you want us to reach out to? And then he puts people on our hearts and gives a couple of details, like what's the issue with them or what's their name, where to find them, that kind of stuff. And I think something was wrong with his leg or something. And his name was Tom and who, whatever it was, it was yeah. like five years ago. I forget, but yeah. It's a long yeah. And then I actually had to go home. I had to wake up early the next day. I think I had uh, to work well, volunteer yeah, or whatever, really. but you guys end up finding this guy after I leave and what all the <laughs> yeah, details, really. like every single last one of them, he fit the bill and you yeah. got to pray for him and what happened? 
Um, to be honest, it's been I, I, there's been so many stories like that, and I just can't remember the full details. I wouldn't be surprised if his leg or whatever he had got healed because we usually when we get a word of knowledge or like that treasure, like usually everything kind of falls into place and someone gets healed. And like he was, I just remember him being really touched by us talking about it. Um, I got a, you remember Cooper? That's Cooper. Uh, Cooper bearded Allen. fellow. Yeah. Bearded guy. I got, yeah. I, I just, if he ever watches this, I, I think this story is amazing, but we, I think, were you with us when we went? to i didn't go to many not to that one um so it was me cooper hannah or hannah's my wife and she was my girlfriend at the time but uh yeah it was us three and then or us yeah us three and then i think there was a couple other people i just can't remember who was with us but we went out doing these treasure hunts we were just asking god for specific instructions and just we just wanted to partner with god our dad you know he's like it's kind of like this easter egg hunt with our, our parents you know like he he has these hidden things stored away for us to come as children to come into the world and to bring it to light and to heal and redeem and we get to partner it's the great co-mission you know um so yeah we get to go out and we my friend cooper he he had the list i'm trying to remember what it was all so it was the name caitlin ankle high heels white dress and theater all random clues um didn't know if this was from God. We didn't know if anything was going to match up, but we're like, all right, we're just practicing and we're just going to go out. And um, we went out that night and I just remember we like prayed for some people. Uh, We didn't like none of our clues were lining up, but at the end of the night we went into this, like, I think it was like a cafe or pizza pub or something like that. And there was a theater across the street and which we didn't realize until after the fact, but this girl comes in, with a sparkling white dress <laughs> and I'm like Cooper white dress <laughs> you know and I think like from a distance I think we were kind of like nervous but at the same time we were kind of excited to see like maybe this is Caitlin you know so from a distance Cooper was like hey Caitlin <laughs> and to see if she would turn around and well she turned around and she's like do I know you like like how do you know my name <laughs> and her name was Caitlin she had something like wrong with her ankle not in that actually in that time she didn't have it wrong but it was like the week before she hurt her ankle um and what else was there there was a theater across the street um she didn't have yeah high heels on at the time she had them in her purse and her name was spelled correctly like it was like started with a k and then it was spelled like really weird and he spelled it like everything was on point on the list and um uh yeah then he asked oh yeah so she kind of just shared her story like she like went to church she was like not interested in god anymore because like some people in her church like really did something bad to her and she just didn't want to do anything with that anymore and then we would have never met her unless we had those instructions and we we told we told her like god obviously wanted this appointment today and like really loves you and i know the church is screwed up we've done it so badly so many times throughout history and we still do bad today so like we still mess up but god loves you (laughs) and she was touched she was even crying like she was really touched by this encounter and we got to pray for her and i don't know where the story goes from there i don't know what happened to her but it was i know it was a monumental moment for her because you could tell her and she was with a friend too and she her friend thought it was really really like impactful so yeah anywho I, I, that's just, that's that's the kingdom of god i know yes it was just, like 
the kingdom of God, it's just full of hope and joy and freedom and healing and all the above. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. And now you're living in Wisconsin. Do you still have these kind of experiences like recently? Recently? Yeah. Um, I had a feeling you're gonna ask me that. <laughs> I, to be honest, like, so I've been, I'll just be vulnerable. I'm not, I haven't seen a lot of things. Um, I've just been, I really just want to just, I've been focused on just loving people. And when I have an opportunity to pray, I'll, I'll try to pray. I've prayed for a lot of my coworkers and I've only seen, I've prayed for a lot of them. Like I've seen maybe, I prayed maybe like, I don't know, in a year for my coworkers, I probably paid like 10, 15 times to see like a miracle. Um, and I haven't seen one, ex sorry, I've only seen one, but I haven't seen like anything crazy. One of my coworkers had like a tattoo just a fresh tattoo and it was it was really sore and i asked him like well, i could pray for it and see if the pain will go away you know and he's like sure why not so just you know in jesus name be healed and pain get out and he's like touching it like all the soreness all the pain that he was experiencing was completely gone and he thought that was really cool so i mean that's just a, that's just like stories of like supernatural but I, I really don't think it's just about supernatural. I, I want to hear like God for people. I want to like encourage and look, look for the people that are um, just, you know, that's one thing I love about Hillsong college that I learned a lot uh, was like looking for the, I think Josh said this too, like looking for the one that's maybe not like, like just in, in a church service, like people come and they're like texting um, and they're by themselves and you're like looking for those types of people that are just alone and maybe they're just not connected and you just want to include them. So I'm just like, I just want to be love wherever I go and just, I'm learning that. Um, I, I feel like the hardest area in my life right now is with my like child. Leo was born, Leo, my child was born and it was kind of tough being love when you got a baby crying in your ears. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not very good at that. Hannah, my wife is in, like amazing at that. Um, she's just an exemplary person, just about patience and kindness. Um, just all of the fruit of the spirit. She's just amazing like that. Um, but I don't even remember what the original question was. I'm just kind of rambling on here. Sorry about that. So yeah. All though. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So anything you wish you learned in high school before you went to college or did you feel pretty prepared for the experience you're about to have? Uh, uh, before I went to college, like, wish I, like, wait, can you rephrase the question again? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Was there anything that you wish you had learned in like preparation before college? Before like, college. How to make a budget, how to make more than one meal, you know? <laughs> That oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing, I mean, I remember when I was in high school, um, I, I had, I was a Christian. I loved Jesus and I loved people, but there was a select few people that I didn't like. And I made it clear and I was not proud of, I'm looking back and I'm like, I was such an idiot. I was such a, like an immature person to not, to like, not like these people and to not, I just I, like looking back, that's one thing I just wish I just did not have in high school. I just wish I was where I'm at now where I just could love 
because the people that I didn't like were literally the lone, some of the lone people were like, not a lot of people like them because they're weird or a little different or a little off, you know? And here I am just long. I was like, I just didn't like that about me. So um, I think that answers the question. I'm not sure. But like that's one thing I wish I had before I went to college. And then I feel like college kind of kicked that out of me, which is I'm very grateful for um, where I just kind of grew it up. It taught you how to treat people better. I, I, I mean, I don't want to say college alone. I feel like just maturity and, and just life maturity and Jesus just growing up as a Christian, just kind of, I don't know. It's just like, there's, and one thing in college, we learned that I don't remember if you remember that little chart with the four different personalities, there's so many different personalities uh, or um, expressions that like just different types of people, I guess. And just because they're not like you doesn't mean they're right or wrong. It's just that we're different. And um, some people are really like anal- analyzed or analytic, like in their brain and how they're wired and how they think. Um, and they have so many variables that affect them in the way they think. And then here I'm over here. I can, think completely different than them but that doesn't make me right or they're wrong i think we're just different and i'm able to love i think that's like what unity in the faith means like just embracing people's diversity and um whether it's race or it's like race is like no it doesn't even make sense to me that people think color of the skin has anything to do with that like personalities are way more different or I'm sorry. I'm just like all over the place right now, but I think you get my point where it's like unity and diversity. Like we don't have to all think alike. We can all think differently, but still be together, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I really chopped that one up there, but (laughs) it's all good. So speaking on diversity, I remember we had a couple conversations about the whole black lives matter movement are you cool to talk about that kind of stuff or I just yeah. go into it? Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I remember you called and you're just mainly asking my experience, like how life has been as, you know, a black man and any discrimination I faced personally. Uh, what made you want to make that call? Was it just uh, things seem so crazy at the moment and you just wanted to know like what was up from yeah, the first hand experience? I mean- I mean, social media is like everybody, everybody's seeing their views. And, and I always looked up to you, like about your opinions on things. And obviously this is, you have a valid opinion about black America, like all the people and your experiences and everything. Sorry, I should have brought water, but I didn't bring water. Sorry about that. Um, And yeah, I was just, I was curious. I just wanted to ask your opinion and like, what is your thoughts on everything that's going on right now? And like, are you do you because i'm as a white guy i don't experience like racism like i i don't i can't even imagine being racist it's like ridiculous to me that that's a thing to some people but um yeah i just wanted to hear your thoughts like are you experiencing it so that's why i called you and and i just wanted and then i called you following up because my wife hannah she was like heavily researching and just there's a lot of agendas that are going around um, through social media. And like, you could say one thing like I am for, or I am against this movement, but people can interpret that completely differently. And um, 
and yeah, I just, I feel like there's something spiritual. I, uh, I know I'm not trying to make everything spiritual, but there is something spiritual going on in, in, but I want to bring up something that, yeah, yeah sorry. I, she, yeah. So I thought something very interesting that we're talking about was the difference between the black lives matter movement and the black lives matter statement, how there's such a big difference in it. And yeah. I really wish I researched more on this before I got into this. I'm just being real to the audience. I just found yeah. out what Juneteenth was the, uh, last month. That's uh, when this last slaves got released in America. So I'm not well versed in African-American history, but uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, like the organization, they can stand up for something that not all black people actually stand up for. But instead, uh, I feel like this is just my opinion. I feel like most black Americans, they're just standing up more for the statement than the actual organization like black lives do matter or black life does matter. Instead yeah. of saying that I agree with everything that uh, this group is saying, but um, I'm sorry, this could be taken the wrong way. This is why it's so easily people get attacked because yeah, they don't but, know your heart and they don't know your, who you are. I am 100% for black people. Like you're my groomsmen, you know, like you're like my, one of my best friends. And um, it's just silly that people would literally just because you don't agree with an organization or like what you're saying, the statement, like the, the difference between them, like yeah. they immediately put you in a category, which is very ignorant of them to do that and say, you're not valuable or anything you have to say is garbage. You know, like, it's like, you don't even know me, you know? Yeah. But, I but, think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess as adults, we begin to learn there's a lot of gray area and things and that yeah. not like it's rare that anything is like completely bad, like yeah. 100% bad. Like when the Black Lives Matter movement started, they had the best intentions and all that. But Absolutely. And I, um, and I was like, oh, I'm on board when I, I was like ready to be on board because I'm like, we want to eradicate racism. That's the stupidest thing in the world that people are racist and we yeah i want that out <laughs> yeah for sure but sorry i didn't mean to cut you off something can always go wrong along the way or maybe uh but here's a good example racism in itself you don't want to blame the entire group for the uh one wrong thing that one person does of that group so yeah i just can't go along and blame the entire organization because they have done good things, but they have promoted bad things. So uh, I think it's just good to be clear on what we stand for personally. And these kind yeah. of conversations are very healthy in that kind of dialogue. Absolutely. And yeah, forgive me for, see, I, I've only, sorry, I just, my brother just got a phone call on his laptop, but he just can't. Oh, you're good. Um, um, what was he going to say? Sorry. That's right. Um, I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought. That's exactly why you say it's uh, <laughs> good. You got it's distracted. But um, 2020 as a year in itself, uh, it's been pretty crazy. How has it been yeah. for you and your family personally? Um, we well, I mean, being in the tree work, I'm not like around people as often. Like I have my coworkers that I'm around, so there's obviously been some restrictions, wearing masks and being like six feet away from each other and you know sanitizing equipment and all that stuff 
So it's been a little different that way, but I've been working all the way through it. I mean, I think I had like a couple of days off um, right when everything started and they're trying to like, like figure out what needs to happen as a company and you know, how all the companies are just trying to figure out what they're going to do for their employees and whatnot. So yeah, it's been, I don't know. It's been pretty similar. Like it hasn't been that much of a change for us uh, in my family, I guess you can say, I mean, seeing people, I guess a little bit less than, or the church world, me and my wife been wanting to like visit a church, but when you have a kid, and he's one and a half years old and you can't concentrate in a church service with that child. <laughs> like it's hard because he's always wanting to be entertained. And if there's no nursery, it's kind of hard to go. So we haven't been going, um, which is, but we watch it online. So, I mean, you got stuff like that, but I mean, there's just minor, minor differences, I guess you can say not as bad as um, a lot of other people. I could say like some people get a lot off and I can only imagine there's so many jobs that are out of business now. And, but it's been pretty good to us if I, if I can say, but yeah. Yeah. How about you with the Amazon? I know you work, work as a work for Amazon. Have you been set back at all? Oh, I'm sure you've been working more now because people are ordering stuff online now. I'm guessing. Is that right? Yeah, so for everyone out there, I work for a contractor for Amazon, actually just transferred. Uh, It's been pretty crazy. People order a ton of stuff, but luckily Amazon is smart enough to hire more people. So (laughs) the load doesn't come all down on the people already there. So it's been cool. It's been a reliable job and I'm glad (laughs) I'm not on unemployment because I'm sure, I don't know how things are for you, but if I get like three days off in a row in COVID times, it just, it's terrible. It's yeah. the worst thing ever, but you have a baby in the house, a wife in the house. I'm sure it's more entertaining, but yeah, our days for off sure. for you personally. Day, days off for me. I know my wife, she loves it. Cause I mean, she's, she's at home with Leo all the time and God, we love this kid. He's amazing. He's just a little, tornado everywhere he goes but he's awesome he's so cute and and she has to obviously contain the tornado everywhere she goes um and that's just one we have another one coming (laughs) so oh dang um yep yep and so i'm very grateful for hannah because she watches him while i'm working and i think her job's a job and a half two jobs (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work um and yeah but every day that i'm off it's 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 very restful and uh we try to like go on a walk um usually i like i come home from work i'm working out i'm all the way out outdoors all day i just want to be at home and then she's inside all day so she just wants to go out so sometimes we are like uh this weekend can we just stay in or you know so Mm -hmm. but overall it's it's pretty good the days that i have off for sure nice okay yeah and you're a vegan now i hear (laughs) <laughs> partially yes yes I, I would say some would say a flexitarian i i want to be vegan or i want to be plant-based i should say vegan you can eat you can be very unhealthy and you can eat potato chips and call yourself a vegan but plant-based you, you can't go wrong because you can eat a lot of plant-based food and and it's very good for you um it's just un, unless it's like a vegan burger or whatever there is some other stuff that's not as good for you but we're just trying to be healthy um hannah's been 
uh, make an amazing plant-based food. And yeah, I've, I'm a completely different person. If, if someone, cause Josh is too, <laughs> if someone told, and, and Jake, he's kind of, Dave, he's not there yet. We're trying to get him there. <laughs> but uh, if someone like, you know, five years ago said that the Palace Boys, uh, that's my last name, Palace, um, we're going to be vegan or plant-based. I mean, that's a miracle in alone. <laughs> that's an Old Testament miracle where he got part of the Red Sea. I mean, we love our meat and our chicken and our dairy and all that. I'm in Wisconsin, which is the cheese state or the dairy state. And I love cheese. So every once in a while, I slip a little cheese in there. But And I know when you were visiting, I had a chicken burger thing, whatever it was, a chicken sandwich. Yep. And it was it was good. It was good. It just tastes good. But I had heartburn all day the next day. So, Dang. but yeah, but I, I, uh, I feel a lot better. Um, just when I'm eating healthier and yeah, I, I mean, it's not for everybody, but, but if you want to feel better physically, I would say there's no wrong in eating plant-based. So, but I'm not a huge, like activist about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not PETA. <laughs> so, well, but I'll consider it, but it's probably not going to happen. But yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> but I guess we didn't even really talk about college that much. I yeah. told everyone though today. It's a bit more casual, so it's all good. But yeah, you want to tell us about your college experience, your overall college experience, what you learned, and all that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Hillsong International Leadership College in Sydney. Um, I know a lot of the people that you interview has been mostly college students from that college, right? Has there been anyone? So I want to explain to the audience. So there's certain yeah. values I look for in the guests that come on the show. I want them to be wise. I want them to be kind. Personally, uh, oh, you know, thanks. wise in their <laughs> finances, that would be great to help everybody out who's listening. But I uh, the people that I went to college with Hillsong International Leadership College, a lot of them hold those values like very true. So yeah. that's the kind of a coincidence because I know them, but also they've been to that college, but also they have those values. That's why there's been so many just gotcha. clarifying. But okay. That's continue. good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my college experience, it was awesome. I am forever changed because of it. And I, I mean, it's a Bible college. Like you learn a lot about the Bible and you learn a lot about principles. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I learned, I learned a lot of knowledge. I got a lot of knowledge from it, but it was the, the big thing was, I would say the people that you, you know, go along with, like, you know, just like any school, you kind of get your group and you just all kind of learn and you, like just looking at each other one from first year to our third year it's like man we are completely different people and it's really cool it's cool seeing that transformation and the like humility that comes with it like you're not like hot-headed or it's just it, I don't know, but you're like everybody's kind of like leading their teams and their their groups and it's not like it's just i don't know it's just a really authentic college that we were we were attending and and um it just i don't know it just it has a awesome DNA that they give all the, the students. Like, like if you hire a person from Hillsong college, I'm, I'm banking on, I can't say this for all, but I'm banking on that. They have good work ethic and they, they, they want to be and anything that they do. They want to do it. Excellent. Um, 
and they they want to do it five star and they're just I think they're they make great employees just whatever that is like if that's political or they that working at McDonald's or you know all scales I think college makes it makes really good employees <laughs> so servants you know they're not they're not trying to serve for their own gain but serving for others gains and and therefore they get rewarded for it because people like them <laughs> you know so I don't know that's it's very general but yeah I love tell my, us I love about the jobs you worked while you're in college yeah um so I worked as a dishwasher at Agape Organic. It's mm. like this organic restaurant. And funny fact, yeah. I worked there for one weekend and then I got fired. <laughs> oh, you got fired? Yeah, he, he said, don't come back. <laughs> it's the best mistake I ever made. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know you got fired. I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I was, maybe I have something I blocked out it's from cool. a while Keep ago. Going. But, um, yeah, I worked there as a dishwasher and um that was a really cool job um sorry that he fired you i don't know why he fired you but i mean he i was gonna say simon he's the boss and he simon and and cat like they're awesome people um the whole family is just really great people sorry it sounds it sounds contradictory oh yeah i don't know i don't got any beef against (laughs) them i just found something better afterwards so it's all good yeah yeah at bondi pizza is that what sir shout out bondi pizza and air rat sports basketball coach oh yeah there you go uh, and then i went from i went i worked yeah i was i was there for a while and when i was there my hands as a dishwasher my hands were starting to i don't know if you remember this but my hands are like falling apart i don't know if it was the chemicals that were getting to my hands my skin was like I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know what it was, but all my fingertips were all like rotting. It's like just nasty all the time. So I was like, I told Simon, like, I freaking, I love this job. I'm very grateful for it. Like while being a college student, you know, and he was paying me well, uh, but I was, I can't do this anymore. I had to go. So I started working at retail at a, it was called a dares. Um, it was like selling, it's like a bed, bath and beyond like selling, linens and <laughs> it was uh it was i loved it i love the people that i worked with um i'm not a salesman by any means i am oh i can't do retail i i i don't like selling people something i don't believe in if that makes sense um yeah i'm not saying that i don't believe in bed linens but like it was easy to uh, just like if you really nasty. want <laughs> uh <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I just uh, I don't like selling people that something I don't like care about as much or I'm not passionate about, you know. So, um, but yeah, it was it was a really cool experience and I met some really awesome people along the way. So yeah, and that's um, how you saved it. up for your wedding, right? Yes, yeah, and then um, Hannah she saved up as well, um, and then we were I'm I'm so blessed, but Hannah's parents really paid the chunk. <laughs> Cause we were, it was an international wedding. We had all these people coming from around the world that we met at college and we did it literally a month after graduation, I think it was. And mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't have a lot to save up, so I didn't have a lot of money, but um, they made everything work out and all the finance worked out. Uh, the finance journey in Australia was insane. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sure you can recall, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was a, that was a fun journey. So, Crazy times. Yeah, it, uh, 
Yeah, it's almost been an hour already, but um, I guess we'll start uh, closing up a bit. Yeah, for do, sure. Do you have any resources you recommend at the moment, like any podcasts or books you're into? So there's this one podcast called Catching Up After College. I uh, say, uh, okay. Some good stuff. I <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I could say, you know how like people like recommend like, oh, you need to read this book. It's awesome. Or this, this podcast. Awesome. Like, and I think there's a lot of awesome stuff out there. I'm telling you, there's a podcast by Chris Valentin, Bethel Church. It changed my life. And I listened to all his, I've listened to all his messages and, um, and like it cha- just changes the way I think about Christianity and how I live and how I present myself. And it just offers hope. I even though my dad passed away, I have hope still. And I was praying for a miracle and I still have hope and I didn't see it, but I still see miracles. I still pray for people and I still, like it just transformed my life. So Chris Valentin, he's from Bethel Church. Uh, Bill Johnson, like they have all, all the pastors from, from uh, that church has been incredibly inspiring to me. Um, and Sean Bowles, Sean Bowles. I know Josh is a big fan. Thanks, Sean Bowles, right here. <laughs> he's a he's a great prophetic guy, and like learning how to hear God's voice very accurately. He's if you want to learn anything about that, Sean Bowles is a great person. Um, yeah, but those are two big recommendations, I guess you can say. Um, yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man, right. for having me. It's been awesome. No, no, I got two more questions. Oh, I got two more questions. Yeah. All, right. All right. So the one is a two-parter <laughs> and the one is just a normal question. So okay. if there is one thing you could ask your future <laughs> self, what would it be? And if there's one thing you could tell your high school self, what would it be? My future self? And then and then one thing when I was in high school. Yeah. Question for your future self and advice oh, for your for- younger self. Advice for my younger self, I can say, well, I already kind of said it. Don't be loved. Don't, don't like pick on the freaking loners or the people that are different than others. That was, that was one thing I, I'm not proud of. Um, it wasn't like I was like that with a lot of people. It was just a select few that I'm like, why did I do that? Stupid. So that's definitely advice for the young, younger version of me. A question for myself in the future would be, Mm, that's a good question. How many kids do I have? <laughs> just, Dang. <laughs> it can be totally taken wrong. Okay. I, I, I am, I'm like, like me and Hannah, I keep going back and forth. She wants more. I love, I love kids, but I can't wait till they're older. I know she loves them in the young state. I, I want them older. The baby stage when I can't sleep and they're crying and I don't know how to communicate with them. I'm still learning that. Um, it's gotten easier. I'll tell you that, but yeah, I guess I could ask my future self, how many kids do we have? <laughs> how did you do it? Did you get better? <laughs> you know, that's, that's like some good quality questions to ask myself. I'd probably okay. just slap myself in the face and be like, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, very so. interesting. Yes. <laughs> All right. So it's been a very productive day. I know I got one more question, but we got to talk about, Jesus, ministry, Black Lives Matter, and college. It's been pretty crazy. Yeah. But um, if there is one solution a person 
any person, person of any ethnicity, gender, or social status could take to make the world more equal for everyone was one simple thing they could do. Huh. To make the world more equal. It's a big question. One simple thing that they can do Mm -hmm. to make, I mean, I, I have to bring it back to God. Like if I couldn't, I mean, I'll just say it, my marriage, it was, there was a lot of hardship in our marriage. Me and Hannah, we have a lot of different interests, but God literally just both us, both of us having the same like DNA when it comes to like how we believe about God and interacting with God and praying to God. There's been so many stories where God just keeps bringing us back, even through like some of the fights and whatnot. Um, just seriously, Jesus. And I know a lot of people don't believe in God or they might believe in God, but they don't, they might agree with the idea that there's a God, but they don't believe like interact, believe, you know, but I encourage people to give Jesus a go and don't, don't quit. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. This journey. It's amazing. It's, it's I can't do anything apart from it. So it dominates everything in my life, which in a good way, <laughs> I think about him every day and, and inspire. I'm writing a book about it. So oh. I throw that out there. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. You didn't know. Oh yeah. I'm, I don't, I mean, we just started, we just, we're, we're concluding and here I opened up something, but yeah, I got, there's just, yeah, I've just been so inspired by God and I just want to keep writing and I, I'm finding myself, I don't even like reading books, but I love writing it. I love writing. So I've just been cranking away. Okay. <laughs> I usually would ask how can people reach you on social media, but you know, yeah. Um, hmm, well, I got, I got Facebook. <laughs> I got uh, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's all I got. I don't have Instagram. TikTok. I don't have TikTok. Uh, I, I mean, I have a clock that TikToks. Wow. Well, that was sorry. great. That was it. I'm a dad. I can do that, but oh. sorry. That was horrible. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to edit that out, but <laughs> no, keep that's the part I want. Everything in. else is going to stay in except for that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think yeah. everybody needs to wait till the end just to hear that dad joke. Uh, no, man. that was a quality one. Thank you for sticking with us if you're yeah. you sat through this far. But yeah, before you go, uh, just want to encourage you. You're a good man, dude. And thanks. Wherever God calls you, it seems that that's where you will always go. And Never underestimate what God has put on your life because it's very different, but that's what makes it more special. So, yeah, just keep walking in it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. um, Yeah, it's all good. It's cool. It's cool. But, um, yeah, for everyone else, usually I do a nice little sign-off. But, like I said, today's been more casual. We'll keep it cool. Cool as a cucumber. But, uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for sticking around. And season three is on the way. So, Check it out soon. Come on. And peace out. Peace out. (laughs) Hey, thanks for sticking around for the Catch Up After College podcast. And you know, while you're there, you might as well subscribe. Because we got some good content coming out every single week. Either Tuesday or Friday. Check in. It will be there. And you know what? Might as well give a good review as well. Make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find us. And we'll just keep cranking out that great content for you week after week. If you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, the Catch Up After College podcast, or you just want to share some feedback, maybe there's some questions you haven't heard yet that you want to be heard, uh, I would tell you 
to email us at catchupaftercollege at gmail.com. Just for any inquiries, you can email us there, and we'll try to respond as soon as we can. That is catchupaftercollege at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Peace.